Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beauty with a Twist. I'm so excited for this week's episode because we have a special guest here. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Yanith. Um, I'm 21. I In May, I will have been doing nails for three years. Oh, yes, okay. We have a nail so tech cool. up in here. What was your Instagram name? Nails by Yanith with a dot between the by and the Yanith. Tell them how you spell your name really quick because you guys, when she was telling me, I was shook as fuck how she was spelling her name. I spell my name Y-A-N-I-D-H, but it's pronounced with a T-H, so it's pronounced Yanith. Um, I... In high school, I would always get the like. I was gonna say Yanid. Yeah, Yanid, <laughs> Yanida, Yanita, and I remember the first day of school was always so like, fuck. <laughs> it's gonna come for them to say my name, and I'm just gonna be like, I don't really know what to do, yeah. you know? Or like when you get like your diploma or like a certificate or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, I'm like fuck. Usually, my last name too. Like they would like pronounce it different. I'm like. It's not like that, but yeah. Usually what would happen, though, was that all the people that I went to school with, I had already been going to school with them for years. So as soon as the teacher would, like, pause a little bit, they'd be like, Jason, Haley. And then they would pause and everybody would just go, it's Yanith. So I wouldn't really have to say anything because everyone was just fucking tired of everybody fucking up my name yeah. all the time. So tell us how you got started in the nail industry. What age did you start? How you got started? Like where? So let's hear it. Um, I got started doing nails when I was a senior in high school. I was a senior in 2020, so it was like COVID. Mm-hmm. And when I was a senior, it was kind of like, um, I don't remember when we went online. I think we went online in May. And I had a TA period with one of my favorite teachers. Her name was Mrs. Reed. And she was the one that actually told me that since this was the first time that this has happened, we I don't really know know how to explain it. Since it was the first time that we've been going online, that whatever your grades were in that moment, if they were passing, they couldn't go down. They could only go up. So after she told me that and all my grades were passing, I stopped going to school for like two months. And that's when I started doing nails. Wait, what the fuck? They do that? I didn't take finals. Uh I didn't do homework. I didn't go to class. I didn't do anything because if my grade wasn't going to go down, what was the point what? of me going to I school? I would have solid B minus for me. <laughs> so I started doing nails instead. Um, I started doing them in my house and I've been doing them ever since. Ooh. But like what inspired you? Like how did you learn how to like do all this nail art? Because your nails right now are like bomb. Like I don't even know how you do that yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've always like my whole life have like drawn and painted and all that. I get it from my dad. My dad's really artistic. He does tattoos. My dad tattoos himself. He's done one of my tattoos. He's just always been like painting, drawing like my whole life. So I kind of figured that like anything along those lines I would be good at Mm -hmm. if I like tried to do it. Um, but I would go to the nail salon all the time and I fucking hated it. It was horrible. Something would be crooked. Something would be lumpy. Something would be ugly. The teeth. I would be in and out of there Twisted in like 45 minutes. Oh, well, that's how it fucking is. Terrible. Yeah. Horrible. It was never good. And then if they did something that you don't like, they didn't want to do it. They'd get mad. They wouldn't want to fix it. And it's like, I mean, I understand if it's frustrating, but like you kind of know if you mess something up. You oh, yeah. Know? I feel like for me, if when I'm doing a client's nails and I, I notice that I mess something up, I'll just fix it. 
because if I leave it like that, it's going to bother me for the rest of the time. Yeah. So I hated going to the nail salon and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it myself because if I fuck it up myself, at least I'm the one that's fucking doing it. Yeah. And I'm not paying $100 <laughs> for somebody else to do it for me. So did you like take your friends when you were first starting to practice on? No, I started doing my own nails when I was 16. So I was a freshman in high school and I was doing my own nails like... Like ever since I was 16 up until I started doing nails on other people. But when I was doing, I was only doing my own nails Uh and I didn't want to do nails on anybody else because I was like, I don't really want to like do that and do school and like figure all of that out. So when COVID hit, that was like, this is my opportunity. This is when I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it now or never. Yeah. So COVID was good for you. Yeah. And I think since I had already been doing it for so long, I was already like kind of good at it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people kind of we're starting to wonder like why I got so good at doing it like so quickly on other people when I started to like open my business. But that's just because I had already been doing it for like three years on myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially doing your because you're a right righty. Mm-hmm. And I have to do both hands. Yeah. So especially doing your your left hand, doing your right hand. Right. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I know. I always yeah, see like, like the nail tech. Yeah. I'm like, I always see the nail. Like, I know you're a nail tech if you have one hand. Done it's it. hard. It yeah. fucking sucks. No matter what anybody says, do not let anybody lie to you and tell you that it's fucking easy doing your opposite hand because it's not. OK, <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. It's annoying. It's stupid. And it's hard. I've been doing it for like probably like like I don't even know so long now and I fucking hate it (laughs) I hate doing my opposite hand I will like put it off sometimes I'll like wait like two days later to do it because I'm like I really don't want to I can't I can't sit here for like two hours just doing one hand Mm -mm. especially like the because you only do acrylic right these are gel x I recently just started adding like gel x to my service list but for the most part it was acrylic yeah that I was so doing. you offer acrylic sculpted and gel x not sculpted but acrylic and gel x oh do you want to do sculpted no it looks so hard <laughs> it looks so hard because you have to like the tips are already pre-shaped basically with acrylic you kind of just have to shape it to your liking but with sculpted, you have to do all of it yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you fuck it up, then there's no going It's going to look lump, like super, super lumpy, like probably like this way. And it's yeah. acrylic, so it's harder. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. If you put the acrylic on and you put the acrylic on crooked, that's it. There's no going back. You either have to take it off or just like But do people live with like it. clients ask you to do like sculpted? sculpted? I've had people ask me if I do sculpted and I always say no. Mm. But other than that, they don't really say, can you do sculpted on me? It's always just like, do you do it? Yeah. What made you get into like gel X and stuff? Because I feel like a lot, it's like a huge controversy. Like not a lot of like nail techs that do acrylic like gel X. Really? I love gel X. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome because it's so easy. I can do a gel X set in an hour and a half. Like with the design, prep, design, max two hours. It's so easy because the tip is already, you basically... Okay, but for gel X, though, I charge less than acrylic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I basically have to do no work. You know, I the only work I really have to do is just painting it. So why am I going to charge you an arm and a leg, you know, yeah. for when I don't really have to do that much on it? Yeah, and then I feel like a lot of people... Because for me, I love gel X. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the acrylic sounds like... I get like an allergic reaction to acrylic, I guess. You do. It's probably... Have you ever heard of contact dermatitis? No. You can get contact dermatitis from anything that touches your skin like a bunch of times. 
Um, so it could literally be from anything. Like, let's say that one day your skin decided that it doesn't like this material. You can get contact dermatitis from that. And a lot of people get it from acrylic, the liquid, the monomer, monomer the, yeah. the what's it called? The primer dehydrator because it's always touching their nails. You can even get it from gel, like gel polish from it always touching your nails. Your skin can just decide one day, I don't like this. And you kind of can't really go back. So yeah. I think Gel X is a really good alternative for people that have problems with acrylic. Yeah, I don't know why people don't like Gel X, so I love it. I think it's because people think that it's bendy and it's not going to last mm-hmm. and that it's just going to be like a press-on from the store. Yeah. But I like to use rubber base, so it makes it makes them really like it. They're not going to bend. The they're not going to break. Base? Rubber base is like um, it's like gel, but it's thicker. It's like um. When you do manicures, do they put like a base coat? Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it's really thick. And so you apply it the same way that you would apply gel and it makes it super sturdy. So they're not going to bend. They're not going to break. You're not going to snap them. None of that. It's it's so. And you know what? The My favorite thing about Gel-X is that it feels like you have nothing on your hands. Oh, yeah. Because they feel so light. Mm-hmm. I know with acrylic, I do feel like sometimes it's like heavy. So I'm like, oh, fuck that. I'm going back to Gel-X. I yeah. always go back to Gel-X. And Me I love too. It. I've been doing Gel-X probably like my past like four sets have been Gel-X. Mm. And I love it. I don't plan on doing acrylic again anytime soon yeah. on myself. Yeah. So when you took your first client, like how long did that set take on? Like first- four and a half hours. Oh, shit. It took four ever. Forever. Did Luckily, she get like? Did you pick the design or she picked the design? She let me pick the design, and it was really simple. I think I still have a picture of it, but it was somebody that I was friends with in high school, so it wasn't really like it was kind of like we were just hanging out. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really. I didn't really feel pressured, but but she still paid you. Yeah, she paid me, but it took me forever, and I felt like, oh my god, I'm taking so long. She probably wants to go home so bad. But does she love him? Yeah, she liked them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as much as you can like a beginner's work, you know. Yeah, were they long nails? Like, how did they look? I think they were like, they were regular long, not, they were right in between long and extra long. And they were Mm. teal and it had encapsulated glitter, which took me extra long because I had never done that before. Oh, shit. So then after that, did you feel confident enough to take another client? Like, how long after that did you take another client? Well, I think I – I live in Yukaipa. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really small town. It's past Redlands, and there's not really anybody that does nails over there. So I kind of was, like, the first person that was like, oh, I'm doing nails. Like, whoever wants to come to me, come to me. And everybody that had came to me, they knew me in high school, so they always knew that I had been – I always had my nails done. So mm-hmm. they always knew how they looked. So – I feel like when people ask me, I get the question a lot where people are like, how do you start to get clients? I don't really know how to answer that because I've always had clients ever since I first started. As soon as I opened, like as soon as I started taking clients, I had somebody like either every day or every other day from the people in my town that wanted to get how their nails done. Though? One, I was taking one, but it definitely was like Monday I had one, Tuesday I had one, Thursday I had one, Friday so I had one. So at least seven a week if you're working seven days. Um, at the time I was doing seven days. Okay. Now I only do five, but I always had clients. I think I was just too good. <laughs> I was just too blessed, baby. Too I don't know the, I don't know the problem of not getting clients cause I was just too blessed. <laughs> <laughs> so now, okay. So you did that. And then, so you graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Did you go to college? Did you further education? Mm-mm. You just straight did nails? Yep. Dang. And I never looked back. 
I started and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I and, love it. And did you obviously it from your parents' house and stuff like did they support that? Yeah, my dad, my parents never really forced me to go to college because I know there's a lot of people whose parents are like you have to go to college mm-hmm. and you have to do this and you have to do that. My parents were always like as long as you graduate and you have a job, you're fine. You know, if you don't want to go to college, you don't have to. And my dad knew that I loved doing nails and he had always supported me wanting to do something within like art and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But you know what? You can't make money with art like whatsoever. You literally cannot make money at all. I mean, Picasso. Yeah, but (laughs) (laughs) I but I think I I don't know how to explain it. No, but you're right, though. I don't feel like it's not a constant job where you can constantly maybe the, the art won't sell, you know? Yeah. But with nails, it's like I'm just doing art all day and hanging out with my friends yeah. and making money. Yeah. And girls need their nails done all mm-hmm. the time for any special occasion. Even yeah. to like treat themselves. The girls' hands just never – they they don't want, you know, yeah. hands. So. Once you get nails, you're never going to go back. No, literally. So if you don't want to spend money on your nails every month, don't do it. <laughs> because so, you're never going to want to no, not seriously. have nails ever again. So when you were at home, did you start in, like in the living room? No, it was always in my room. But, oh, back to what you had asked me with my parents. My dad, I told my dad that I wanted to do nails. And my dad, being the amazing person that he is, he bought me everything. Because mm-hmm. at the time, I've only had two jobs. And I was only at both of them for a month because I hate working for people. <laughs> Couldn't do it. I could not handle having a manager, having Um, to, you know, all of that stuff that comes with having a regular job. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Not for me. Mm -hmm. And so I told my dad that I wanted to do nails and he was like, yes, whatever you need, I'm going to buy all of it for you. And my dad bought me everything, literally everything. It was like, uh, like $2,000. He bought all of it for me. Damn. So he supported you. Yeah. Yeah. My parents love it. Yeah, yeah, shout out to my dad. His name is David. <laughs> Love him. So you weren't working in your room. Mm-hmm. Did you have to like fix your room up or like did you have to do like or was your bed still there? How did it look like and how did how did people feel about being in your actual bedroom? You know, I would, like, I ask people that all the time, especially people that have never come to somebody that's home base before. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, is it weird coming into somebody's house and like walking through their house and going into their room and. I think people prefer to do that than going into a nail salon and having to wait an hour, having to like switch back and forth between people. You know, I Mm -hmm. think a lot of people like having somebody there that's close to their age and, you know, just not 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 a lot of people think that it's weird. My parents didn't think that it was weird either. They were always kind of just like when people come in, we'll just like go do our thing and you can have like the space for people to come in and all of that. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when you obviously you were doing it inside your room right like on all that but the clients i don't know for me let's say an example i was getting like five clients a day right Mm -hmm. and my mom was kind of like irritated with me and like i'm so sick of you having like (laughs) people in your house strangers in your house Mm -hmm. you know are your parents to the point like they're like that or No. no never never not even my like Because we have company over a lot, like my uncles, you know, the kids, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it bothers nobody. Everybody's just so happy that I get to make money and a good amount of money. Yeah. Let me tell you. (laughs) Um, Doing what I like, you know, that everybody's so just like, go for it. Do whatever you want. Nobody's 
bothered, irritated. People ask me about the monomer smell too. If my family, like, like if it bothers the them, they don't care. They don't even smell it anymore at this point. Like, it, I've been doing it for parents, so long. They okay? don't care. <laughs> so now we're going back into the money. When you first started, mm-hmm. what was your pricing like? I was charging like $15 for a full set. And it would take you four hours? At first, yeah. But I think everybody was so like, $15, fuck it. I'll sit oh, yeah, there for yeah, four yeah. hours. Fuck you know? it. I would have been the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was charging 15 and then eventually I bumped it up to like 35. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy looking back at like how everything started and, and like how little it was. And now you're pricing. Let's say I want a full long acrylic set with mm-hmm. the whole shebang. Like what specifically? Because I, I have a starting point for my prices, right? Like long starts at 70, extra long 80. And then I think medium's 50 and short is 40. Sorry, should I turn <laughs> the silence my phone? <laughs> oh, okay. So 50. And then, also well, you do do short nails because a lot of nail artists don't do short nails. I went through the phase a lot where I was like, don't ask me for short nails. Mm. Don't ask me for anything simple. I'm not going to do it because I'm very like, I like to do stuff that's fun. And if it's boring, I don't want to do it. Yeah. You know, but I think as I've done it more and as I've like started to understand more about like running a business, it's a lot about what the client wants, you know? And I, I have a lot of clients now that no matter the length, it's always fun because for the most part, everybody lets me do whatever I want to do. Damn, And it's awesome. I have the best clients. It's so cool. Everybody's always like, do whatever you want. Sheesh. So now like how many clients do you take a day? I can, I normally take three. I take one at nine, I take one at one, and then I take one at five, but I also can do late night appointments. So I can take up to five people a day, depending on the time that they want to come. But I do have a squeeze-in fee for late night appointments. How do you feel about squeeze-in fees? Do you feel, because that's like a huge controversy that I go, I don't charge squeeze-in fees, but Mm -hmm. I know that people do. So why do you charge squeeze-in fees? I charge a squeeze-in because I have my set times that I need to work. And if it's out of my hours, then I charge it because it's like I have to go out of my way for you to mm. be able to come in. You know, usually I'll end around like 830, 9 o'clock and some people want to come in at nine o'clock. So that's the time that I'm spending with my family. I'm eating dinner. You know, I'm getting ready for bed, getting ready for the next day. So to me, it's like you're kind of coming into my time. So that's why I'm like, I'm going to charge you a little yeah. extra for you to want to come in to, to my time. Yeah. But I do work with like people's schedules. So let's say that the last appointment I have is five. If the only time that somebody can come in is like six or 6.30, that's not that bad. So it's like, I don't really need to charge them Yeah, any extra. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it just depends on the time really. Yeah. I Since I'm like a salon, I don't do that, but mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that do do and I respect it because I'm like, I mean, I wish I could do that. I wish I could <laughs> be like, hey girl, you can come after hours, but I'm gonna charge you a squeeze-in fee. But it's just because it's so different because it's like a salon type of environment mm-hmm. that it doesn't... Well, for me, I mean, I don't, I don't do it, but I mean, I, I can get, I can understand why mm-hmm. you would do that. Yeah. And plus, girl, you're trying to be eating, trying to take a shower. Yeah. I'm trying to be in bed watching some Netflix. I don't want to be doing your motherfucking yeah. nails mm-hmm. at nine o'clock at night. You bitch. know what, though? If you're willing to pay, I will. <laughs> so, <laughs> How much is your squeezing fee? Um, Usually it's just 30. Okay. So it's really not that bad because I know some people, their squeezing fee is like $100, mm-hmm. which do whatever you want, you know, but... 
I'm very adamant on just because you should doesn't mean that you have to. I know a lot of nail techs that, okay, this might be controversial, all right? Because I'm all for charge your worth, but that also goes along the lines of like, just because you can doesn't mean that you should. I know a lot of people that are like full set only French tips, $200. For what? For what? Is it their name though? That's why, huh? Because I think they're big in the industry. I'm big in the industry. I have a lot of followers, but I don't need to charge you $200 for something simple. There's no point. There's literally no point. I agree. It's like I keep saying, just because you can doesn't mean that you should. And I tell this to my clients all the time. I had a girl, I had a client that came in the other day. She came in and we were going to do acrylic. And she asked me about Gel X and I said, we can try Gel X. And I was kind of breaking down like what Gel X was. And she was like, okay, well, how much is it going to be? And I was like, oh, it's going to be way less than acrylic, you know, because it's a lot less work. And it ended, ended up coming out to like $60. And she told me that she had a friend that went somewhere for Gel X. And this girl it was like this length. I don't know if they can see it. This length. Um, only French tips. Brown French tips. Guess how much she charged her? Well, French tips, that set I'm in. Is it the small medium? Medium. But Gel X, you don't have to shape it. Okay. Everything is already done for I'm you. I'm going to say 85 No. She charged her $135. For what the For fuck? literally nothing. And she showed me a picture. Ugly. They were kind of sloppy, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to say it. They weren't the best French tips for you to be charging $135. Oh, they looked like they were rushed and just because you should. Not just because you should. Just because you can doesn't mean that you should, yeah. okay? There's and I think going back is because people like that aren't humble. Yeah, definitely. You know, it also goes back into like people that, you know, you have to stay humble. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you obviously seem humble because you are big in the industry. Your prices are reasonable. And obviously you have the consistent clients, but because it shows that you're humble about it. Mm-hmm. You know, if people sense that, then that's also how you get clients, right? Yeah. Because you're humble mm-hmm. and you need to stay humble just because you have a lot of followers. You can see the most followed person, Haley Bieber. <laughs> Haley Selena. I've heard so many things about that, right? Mm-hmm. But everyone that has met her an actual and I've, I've heard this they don't like her because she's rude you know like and she has all this following and stuff like that but going back like you can have the most followers but if you're not a humble person you're like you ain't shit at you the know end who of the is day. humble who's humble selena <laughs> <laughs> but like whose nails would you rather do Haley or selena you know what? I think majority of people would want me to say Selena, but I'm going to say Haley because I would love to sit there and pick her brain. And you know why? <laughs> That's a good one. Because people come in to do their nails and within mm-hmm. the first 30 minutes, they're telling you every single one of their deepest, darkest secrets, mm-hmm. everything about their family. Literally, they will spill everything to you within the first 30 minutes. And sometimes like, I just met you, you know, like <laughs> if you want to be the one to tell me all of this stuff, I'm going to listen yeah. never judge you know judgment free zone always but it's always just so crazy to me how like people will meet a stranger and just want to tell them everything, everything. Yeah. and i think they i love d- it though yeah th- i love it i think they do that because we don't know them mm-hmm. so we can't obviously you said because we can't judge them but because we don't know the actual other story mm-hmm. you know there's their side the other person's side and then the actual truth so we don't want ever fucking know the other person's side so that's why they tell us everything and a lot of people will lie and exaggerate a million different things i have okay (laughs) i have a i used to have a client that i could tell that she was like a compulsive liar like i could just tell just by like the things that she would say because she would tell me one thing Uh and then the next appointment she would say something else and i'd be like that isn't really 
match, match what you up said. with what you told me before. <sighs> but you know what though? I'm not gonna be like, oh well, that doesn't match what you told me before. I'm just gonna be like, mm-hmm. but I know. I know because in you my remember. head. Yeah, I remember, remember everything that everybody tells me. Yeah. As service providers, I mean me literally my room is like a like i'm a therapist at the mm-hmm. end of the day yeah we're therapists we know we know about the baby daddy we know about the yes. girl you cheat on you with yes we know about everything right because i we know, know about, the whole fucking cheese man yeah right? i know everything about every single person in my town <laughs> oh, <fuck>. everything <laughs> and you know what's crazy sometimes i'll have somebody come in and they'll tell me this this and that about this person and then in a couple months, that person will come in and they'll sit down in my chair and I'm like, I know what you did. Oh my God. A couple God. months ago. And fuck? that shit was fucked up. <laughs> but I'm not going to say anything to them because no. it's not my place. So you had a situation where, because I've had a situation where the girl's man cheated on her and then the guy, the girl that he cheated on her with came also <gasps> to my place. Wow. And But guess what, girl? Granny. Guess what I did? I got the other cheese man too because I wanted to know, right? Yeah. And I, like, I never told either or. Yeah. But like it ended up being like, yeah, she knew that she was the side, but then turned <gasps> into the main because, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it happens. I don't like girls like that. No, absolutely not. I cannot stand girls like that because you know why? You get them. You lose them how you get them. Oh, my God. I literally and have a TikTok like that. And if you are going into a relationship with somebody and you know that they're doing this to the person that they're with, what makes you think they're not going to do it to you? Exactly. If you know? the person, this is how I see it. If you cheat on me, right, what makes you think you're not going to get cheated on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Or, or what makes you, like, let's say, you know, you're with your ex. Mm-hmm. This is, like, true story. Okay. okay. Let's say you're with this guy for a very long time, mm-hmm. right? And he cheated on you with a girl he told you not to worry about, right? It's always them. Always. <laughs> you know who it is? It's the bitch that he talks about all the time that he hates. That's who it is. Oh, fuck. That's who you should be worried about. The one that he doesn't like. Oh, my God. That's who it is. Well, I was worried about someone that was in his friend group, which ended up being in his friend group, right? But anyway, so... And... I'm not going to say what happened, but... Okay. <laughs> I can't say it. Okay. We would need a blurt, 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 but... You know, you just can't be with a man that just broke up with his ex Mm-mm. because at the end of the day, they're going to you're rebound and you need I to understand that. Say that you're a rebound. You're a rebound, even though you think you're not. And he's telling you, oh, my God, baby, no, it's just you. It really isn't. It really isn't. Because at the end of the day, deep, deep down, what's that song by SZA or like, oh, no, by fucking Olivia Rodrigo? It was like, um, oh, my God, my little sister loves Olivia Rodrigo. Well, yeah, like what goes around, what is it? Deja vu. Yes. You know, he goes to a place that he took me. He's probably taking you there, but mm-hmm. I promise you he's getting deja vu of me. Yeah. So why the fuck are you going to go with someone that just broke up with their ex? Because every girl thinks that they're different. That's true. And there's a lot of girls that feed off of, oh, he wants me, though. He yeah. wants me. I'm the one that he wants, though, not mm-hmm. her. You know, but that that's he never how me. it works. Yeah, no, that's never how yeah. it works. Yeah. Ever. You know, but, you know, that's a different team. <laughs> Going back to the Haley and Selena, I'm glad you chose Selena. I mean, Selena, Haley. Yeah. I'm Haley. not, I'm team Selena, but I do, I always say this, I love Haley because, you know, she's strong because the whole world is against her. Right. And I feel like if someone is against me, I'm kind of like, I have like, you know, I'm worried. Mm-hmm. So imagine like the whole world going against you. Like how I can imagine how her mental health is and how she feels. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder that all the time, too, because I've always thought that even though celebrities are like in the spotlight, 
I would still have feelings if I was like super famous and oh, people yeah. were like, she's ugly. You know, like yeah. that would be crazy. Yeah, like she's the biggest bitch or like sending her death threats for no reason. But you know what though? People can tell. Yeah. People can tell. I think there's a lot of times that celebrities think or celebrities say like, oh, they don't know me, they're judging me. But it's like, you can kind of tell vibes like off of what you see and i mean i get you can also say like oh don't believe everything you see on the internet Internet. but Mm -hmm. you can tell yeah i don't know i feel like i'm not really team Haley or selena yeah i just don't give a fuck to be honest i'm the same way that's what i was i just had to say team selena because if not i'm gonna get fucking canceled but (laughs) i'm a team there's bigger things going on in the world Um, that matters so much more than if justin bieber actually likes her or not like selena and justin have been broken up for years like years fuck over it but anyways. i can feel for selena though oh, because absolutely. her fans I, are crazy though. i are couldn't imagine being on and off with somebody for years and years because weren't they with each other for like 10 years yeah and then he got married to that girl that's what i'm saying i i hey. can't imagine being on and off with somebody for so long and being so in love with him and then you guys breaking up and thinking oh in like a month we'll be back together and then he gets married Oh, I would have lost. I would have lost my mind after this. After okay, literal tea. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I completely. I could feel firstly, and she's such a kind soul. You know what I mean, Selena. Imagine yeah. she's not. Imagine she's just fucking like horrible and terrible, <laughs> oh and nobody God. knows. That would be insane. I know. There's so many people. I feel like. I don't know. I feel like all celebrities, the major ones. Are yeah. like really disgusting, like deep down. Yeah. But anyways, so <laughs> fuck that. Um, how did you grow your following? Because when I actually didn't find you, shout out to Mar- Marlo, shout out to La Familia Podcast, but he actually was the one to find you. He mm-hmm. was like, you need to interview her. She's so big. She her <laughs> nails are so good. She'd be a great, you know, guest and X, Y, and Z. But how did you grow your following to where you are now? Like, how did you did you, did you like? Giveaways, like what the fuck did you do to get that many followers? TikTok. Oh. TikTok. I had been doing, I had had my Instagram page for like a year mm-hmm. already before I started doing TikTok. And I was kind of stuck at like two, three hundred followers, four or five hundred followers. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't really go past there until my dad. My dad is the one that pressures me into everything. He was like, make TikToks, make TikToks, make TikToks. And I was like, fine, I'll just fucking make a TikTok. The first TikTok that I ever made went viral. And it just never stopped. What was it? It was like, uh, I don't really remember. It was like a nail sets I've done this month, like kind of thing. Just like mm. something like that. And it had gotten like over 10,000 views. And then it just never stopped. And I just kept going and going and going. And eventually I hit 10,000 on Instagram, 20,000 on Instagram. I think I have like a hundred and something thousand on TikTok. So yeah, that's how I did it. I would say content, content, content. Right now, Instagram is pushing reels. way more than posts so anytime anybody asks me what should i do to grow my account reels you have to you have to be posting reels and you have to do it consistently a lot of people would tell me oh but i'm doing it but they're not getting any views it's because it hasn't reached the algorithm yet for you if you're not used to posting reels and then you start posting them they're not going to go anywhere but you have to be consistent with it and you have to kind of get over the like oh it's not doing so good because eventually it will Eventually it will Mm -hmm. and you'll get more and more and more views and more followers. No, I absolutely agree. And I feel like with Instagram, it's a little harder to push, but you'll get more benefit, you know, brand sponsors Mm -hmm. from Instagram. Yes, TikTok is big and yes, TikTok, but 
I feel like money wise, you'll get paid more from Instagram than you will from TikTok. Oh yeah, Instagram pays way more than yeah. TikTok. Their creator fund on TikTok, you can have like a video with ten thousand views and you'll get like twenty five cents. <laughs> Literally, it makes absolutely no sense. And then on Instagram, it's like you can get a video with ten thousand views and it's like one hundred and fifty dollars. No, you really know though, it's crazy. Yeah. But you know what though, I think Instagram pays different creators differently. Because mm-hmm. I've heard people say that they don't get paid that much. So I think it kind of just depends on your content. Yeah. Is there like certain hashtags you use to get or like is there a certain like advice you can give them like when to post? Like because I know every person's algorithm is different. Like, for example, mine Saturday reels hit some reason so well and Sundays hit so good on my personal account. Mm-hmm. And then for here, he always says like five thirty, six o'clock to post. Mm-hmm. But is there like a certain you know, advice that you can give, like hashtags for the nail techs out there or? Um, I would say the one that I always use is hashtag reels all the time. Mm. And then I would say nails, nail inspo, definitely, because I look up nail inspo sometimes. So nails, acrylic nails, nail inspo. And if you want to get your content and your posts pushed more towards the people in your area, I would say... San Bernardino nails, Redlands nails, Yucaipa nails, Riverside nails, Rancho nails, IE nails. You know, those are the mm-hmm. hashtags that you should be using because I've actually had a lot of my clients tell me that they looked up Yucaipa nails. They looked up Redlands nails and my nails popped up. Same. They'll, they'll say like they looked up their city and that's mm-hmm. how they found me or, you know, and I do that sometimes too. Like if I'm like in San Bernardino, I'm like places to eat in San Bernardino, like yeah. something like that. But mm-hmm. hash and it always comes up like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I feel like that. And then for like times that you should post, I post every single day. I know a lot of nail techs that like they'll do a nail set and then two days later they'll post it. If you come to me for your nails within 30 minutes after you leave, it's already up. So I post like so many times a day. I don't really have like a I have to post at this time. I just don't post at night. So since Mm. I post so much kind of randomly throughout the day, my it's my algorithm is kind of just like I can just post whenever and it's kind of going to do good regardless. <laughs> See, this is a boss bitch right here. Okay, don't play with her. But I think you should definitely, it's not like that for everybody. Yeah. So you should definitely, when you start to post more content, post at different times and see which one does better. And then eventually you'll start to notice what times you should be posting at and then just stay consistent to those times. Period. But I would say, though, for posting content, you have to stay consistent because let's say that you post every other day for a month straight and then it does really good. And then you don't post for two months. You're fucked. You're like analytics. It's it's not really going to go back to normal Mm -hmm. until like another like little while. And even if you post like certain, let's say you have nothing to post and you have no clients and you have no nails to post, Mm -hmm. post something that you're still, you know, um, connecting with your audience. Like you're still posting, like, you know, it could be quotes, it could be memes, it could be something funny. It Mm -hmm. could even be you talking on the camera, like just post something to where you're consistent with the audience because if they constantly see you on the timeline or they constantly see your story there popped up, they're going to click on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. they're going to, if if you post now and you're not going to post in like a week or two, you're going to be all the way in the back of the fucking stories. Yeah. Don't get in the back of the line because that's what you're going to be. Mm-hmm. But it's true though. Like mm-hmm. you need to be consistent. That's what I always say. It's key to owning a business. Yeah. 
Yeah. What are some pros and cons to being a nail tech? Because we have a lot of nail tech viewers Mm -hmm. and we have a lot of lash tech viewers. We have a lot of, but most of our viewers are nail tech. So Mm -hmm. what are some pros and cons to being a nail tech? I would say for pros, like you just, you develop a relationship with your clients where it doesn't even feel like you're working and it doesn't even feel like they're your clients. Because for me, (laughs) I literally just feel like I'm hanging out with my friends all day and having fun Mm -hmm. and painting and doing nails you know so i don't know i forgot the question (laughs) pros and cons (laughs) um okay so pros definitely that you're connecting with your friends like your friends yeah you're getting paid to like hang out literally though yeah yeah and if you work on your speed you get paid to like not even have to sit there for that long Mm -hmm. i think cons one of the things that i hate the most is i get a lot of stupid people that message me when you have a business you'll realize that people don't know how to fucking read and that they don't want to take two seconds to do something they just want to ask you and you know what i've gone to the point where i'm not even going to respond i don't have time for it i'm not gonna i don't (laughs) have time to tell you where i'm located when in big letters it tells you in my bio where i'm located yeah i don't have time to to tell you how to book when there's a huge sign that says Click here to book. Oh, my God. I you hate know? that question. Or, yeah, just stuff like that. You get a lot of rude people, too, in your messages. But I'm very quick to just be like, that's it. You yeah. know, as soon as you give me the vibe that you're rude, like, that was, like, that's your it. only chance. Yeah. yeah. Another con, I don't know. I mean, I guess having strangers in your house if you don't like that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really bother me that that much. What about... Um I'm trying to think because, like, I don't do nails. Um, your wrist or half You know what? Recently, since I'm holding like this and I'm kind of pinching all the time, I feel like sometimes my hand starts to cramp. So I kind of have to, like, move, move it, it around. Mm-hmm. But that's really it. I know a lot of nail techs that say that they start to get wrist problems. Or their back hurts. Does your back hurt? Yeah. Not all the time, but sometimes because... I won't realize it, but I'll be doing somebody's nails and I'll literally be like so hunched over, like so crazy. And then I'm like, okay, let me, let me fix myself. Posture. Yeah. (laughs) But recently, yeah, my wrist sometimes does cramp up, but not a lot. Yeah. Do you, another pro, what's another pro? I mean, for me, it'd probably be like, yeah, connecting with clients, becoming friends. Well, you get to be your own boss. You don't, nobody has to tell you when to work. Nobody has to tell you. What if they're not their own boss? Well, then that's your fault. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you should be your own boss then. Um, you mean like people that work like in nail salons? Yeah. So what if someone works for a nail salon mm-hmm. and they're like wanting to be their own boss? Not wanting to be their own boss, but like what? Yeah, I could say that. Like wanting to be their own boss, but are not their own boss. I would say to save, save, save as much as you can to be able to have your own space. Because having your own space is so much better than working in a nail salon and having to be around their clients, having to do what they want you to do, having to be, especially if you're working in a nail salon that isn't that sanitary, which is a lot of nail salons, you're kind of running the risk of that being pushed onto you. So I feel like if you're going to do nails, don't work in a nail salon. I feel like you should. I do my nails in my room. You know, you can you can make your area look nice Yeah, and you can just do it from your house well if your parents 
want to let you. Yeah. Also, too, if you do work from home, mm-hmm. this is someone, people that work from home, please make sure your house is clean. Yeah. You know, the person's going through your house and, you know, you don't want to have, like, I heard this story. I don't know if it was uploaded on the podcast. I'm not sure. But she did the, she had a client and she went to the kitchen. Oh, no, no. It was on the podcast. I was getting my brows done and she was like, I did a house call. No, no. She went to go get her lashes done. There you go. And the girl did her lashes in the kitchen while her, the, her son was like running around in the kitchen. And he was, you know, the little cars that you play. She, it was like the little kid was touching her. Obviously, her eyes are closed. So the little kid was moving the car on her body. <gasps> like, yeah. And her fucking eyes are closed. So she's like fuck is that but she couldn't say anything yeah but then obviously she heard like a toy in her son but she like, didn't say anything the last check didn't even say oh hey i'm sorry couldn't be me i would have been like what the fuck is on me right now <laughs> like why what am i feeling this is weird no but yeah at least have your house clean right i you said it was like somebody was getting their lashes done yeah did you hear the story about the person that went to go get their lashes done by their lash tech and the lash tech's dog jumped up on the lash table and ripped out her client's eyelash no not her eyelash her eyelid it ripped off her eyelid and then i don't know okay don't quote me on this but i remember i think i remember the girl whose eyelid got ripped off saying that her lash tech blocked her (laughs) like she like called the ambulance the ambulance took her and then she blocked her which is insane because eyelids don't grow back eyelids don't grow back (laughs) so (laughs) that really sucks what the fuck can you can sue them for that shit Mm -hmm. i would take your ass to court i have a dog i have two dogs but when people come in i put my dogs away Mm -hmm. every single time because i'm not gonna run the risk of something like that happening one of my dogs is very unpredictable and very not friendly when it comes to people that aren't us so i don't ever want anything like that to happen yeah and especially because like girl like you clean your fucking house like you know but this is not everybody but you know people from home should know that if you're in your room don't have chonies out Mm-mm. if you're rest, they're gonna use your restroom have a clean restroom don't have a little piece of toilet with a little piece of caquita on mm-hmm. there <laughs> don't yeah. like pee on the know, toilet fuck that like you know like make sure no. that shit is clean it's fucking literally literally make sure that that shit is clean <laughs> because yeah. if somebody goes into your house and they see that it's dirty they're gonna think that even if it's your family that's dirty they're gonna think that you're dirty absolutely so why would you want to continue to be serviced by somebody that's not sanitary yeah and then they're gonna be you know they anything that happens to the client it's always gonna be your fault Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so eventually automatically you guys just be fucking clean like yeah more story be fucking just be clean (laughs) and you won't have any problems any other pros and cons that you have I mean, I guess another con could be letting somebody in your house and then being rude to you. Has that happened to you? No, never. Because I feel like I can tell over messages if you're going to be rude. Mm. So if I can tell that you're going to be rude, I'm just going to stop responding to you and that's it. Yeah. But everybody's nice, though. Everybody's nice because I would think, like, if you like how somebody provides your service, why would you want to do anything that jeopardizes that? You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have any, like, stories to where, like, you had a bad client or... Mm, I think... 
I can only think of two things. One mm-hmm. of the and they weren't even that bad. One of the things I can think of is when I put charms on nails, they're heavy, right? So when I'm telling you, put your hand in the lamp slowly, keep your hand straight because if you move it, it's gonna slide to the side and it's gonna cure it like that. The second the light touches it, it's done. You know. And I had a client one time, I put a charm on her nail and I told her exactly that. I said, okay, put your hand in the lamp slowly and keep it straight. And she goes, okay, and does that. She literally goes, okay, but like super fast. So and, what the fuck? And I was like, uh, but I didn't say anything. And then she took her hand out. She's like, it's crooked. And I was like, yeah, it's crooked because you went like this after I told you to do it slowly uh-uh. and put it in there. And guess what, girl? It's always your fault. Yeah. (laughs) It is what it is. Yeah. So now I want to know a little tea because, you know, twisted tea or whatever. Okay. (laughs) Is there any nail tech drama that's going on right now? Or do you, are you in the nail tech drama? Are you, do you hear a lot about it? Like what is the tea when it comes to nail techs? I'm not in any drama because you couldn't pay me enough money to care about anything. Period. But there is, I think there's a lot of secret competition within the nail industry. I think there's a lot of girls that feel as if they're better than you, Mm. but they don't understand why they're not on the same level as you. But they're not on the same level as you for that exact reason, Mm -hmm. because they don't know how to be humble and they don't know how to like not think why does she get to have it and I don't? Because it's going to come around for everybody. Every, there's so much space in this industry for everybody to grow. Absolutely. There, there's no need for competition, secret competition. If you have secret competition with somebody ever, you already lost. Immediately. The second you feel animosity towards somebody, you're done. You're already the one that fucked up. They're already that much better than you. Yeah. Because you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Abs. Cheers to my empty glass. I was going to say it's empty. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's true, though. Like, if even if you're a slight hater or you slightly care about what the fuck they got going on, like, you automatically lose. Mm -hmm. Be the content creator and not a follower. And that is my fucking quote because you need to literally, right? You agree? Mm -hmm. You need to come up with your own ideas, come up with your own shit. Like, you know, like, stop fucking, you know? Just don't worry about anybody because as soon as you start worrying about somebody else, you're not putting in your undivided attention Absolutely. onto what you're doing. Yeah. And then as soon as you start feeling some type of way towards somebody, then it's like, what What are you really doing here? Mm-hmm. You know, like, for what? What's, what's the point of asking, why does she have this many followers and I don't? Why is she getting to do this and I'm not? You yeah. know, it's like your time is going to come. Just be happy that that she got that opportunity and that she was able to make it there, you know, yeah. because if you're somebody that thinks like that, you're never going to get there and it's never going to happen for you because you're putting out negativity. negativity. Mm-hmm. So all you're going to receive is negativity. Yeah. But do you hear a lot of nail tech drama? Do you hear I the do. tea? I you, do. You listen to it. You I hear, hear it. a mm-hmm. lot of nail techs that are like, I was just saying before we even started recording that I've had nail techs that I've been following for a long time and that I really like, and I thought they liked me. But then I talked to other nail techs and they're like, oh, she doesn't really like you. She was saying that your work is this and that your work is that and that why do you have this many clients and just like shit like that. And it's like, for what? Yeah. You know, like you're all the way in Anaheim. (laughs) 
Why are you worried about how many clients I'm getting in Ukaipa? Yeah, yeah. You know, like that there's so much distance there that it's like what I tell people, mostly my clients, because they ask me questions like that. Mm-hmm. I always say there is no room for competition oh. because there's so much space within this industry that everybody can win. When you go to the grocery store mm-hmm. and you go down the aisle that has like toilet paper, paper towel rolls, how many brands do you see of toilet paper, napkins? And people are always buying all of them. They're going to get bought regardless. So you're going to get clients regardless mm-hmm. of if this person has more than you. If Even if you guys are in the same area, you know different people. Yes. So you're always going to have that. So why, why put yourself on a pedestal to make it seem like you're better than this person? Because you're really not. You know, if you think about it, you're really not. No matter how much you think you are, if you think you're better than somebody, immediately you're not. Yeah. And I see, like, if you're eating, we all eat. Like, at the end of the day, it's just there's no competition. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? None. And I know in every industry, there's going to be always a couple haters. Oh, always. And in life in general. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. As soon as you're doing good, somebody's going to be upset about it. Yeah, but that's why you sage. And you <laughs> sage the haters sage. because for real, we gotta. I can't. I be saging my car, girl. That's what I, you know. Because you actually, I have to. You know, I'm in the industry where you know it, it, it's very competitive. You know, to them, not to me, because mm-hmm. you know, I always to them. Yeah, I you always, said couldn't be me. Yeah, could not be me ever. I like I said, I I just I'm always. I feel like in my head, I'm a step forward. From everybody and mm-hmm. my, you know, and it's not cocky to say that, but it's because I always think outside of the box. I'm always messaging Marlo like, hey, I have this idea. And he's like, I can't wait to hear it. Or, <laughs> you know, and if I message like my videographer like, oh, I have this idea. Like, I'm always a step forward because I don't know. It's just like it just comes, you know, naturally. And mm-hmm. Everybody has a gift. You know, mm-hmm. I guess that was mine. But mm-hmm. um, there's no hate here. You know, at the end not of the day, like you are the content creator of your own life Mm -hmm. so you know yeah no hate whatsoever because even if somebody has something that i want for myself Mm -hmm. i'm still gonna get it regardless so that doesn't make it so that i have to feel animosity towards this person because they got it first if anything if that's what i want for myself i should be happy that they were able to achieve it because i'm gonna achieve it regardless you feel me so why be upset that they got it first yeah because what's for you is always going to be for you. Period. No matter how long it takes, if you want it to happen and you put in the steps for it to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah, and you have to keep going. Don't give up on it. So mm-hmm. that's absolutely true. Yeah. So now that we talked about that, what are some future things that are going to happen that you could talk about? Or is there something that you're working on? Or is there something that we have like something that's coming or is there anything you could tell us that you're working or doing i'm really wanting to working wanting to work i'm (laughs) i'm wanting to work towards having my own space you know branching out of being in my home Mm -hmm. i want to have my own space where it's kind of like how you guys have it where it's like nail tech nail tech lash tech esthetician you know multiple different streams of people to get lots of people in here. I think that's really cool. And it's so cute in here. Oh, thank you. I love it. I think it's so cool that you're doing it. Yeah. And girl, the way you do nails and the way you have, you're 21 years old and doing the damn thing. I thank know you. that you're going to get up there. You just have to manifest it. Be humble. Stay humble. And, you know, just keep grinding. I think staying humble is key because you can start off really small 
and get really big and let it get to your head. Absolutely. And you know what? At the end of the day, everybody's just a person. So it doesn't really matter how many followers you have. You know, like there's so I've met like um, people on Instagram that have a lot of followers and then I meet them in person. And I do their nails and I talk to them and I'm like, this is just another regular person. Yeah. You know, like everybody puts people with a lot of followers on such a high pedestal. And I think they do that, too. I think a lot of people think that having a lot of followers means you're really somebody. But at the end of the day, you're still just a person. Yeah. And that doesn't really make you better than anybody else. Yeah. And it all goes back into being the person that you are and remaining humble and remaining nice and remaining kind. Because, you know, they're always going to be like, I met her and she was a fucking bitch. Yeah. Or I met her and she was the best person. And she's exactly how you see her online. Mm-hmm. Super funny, mm-hmm. super nice. And you want that positive feedback instead mm-hmm. of saying, you know, she was a fucking yeah. bitch, you know? I feel like I've met people where I'm like, wow. Yeah. I did not expect you to be like I've, that. Yeah. I've met some people and I'm like, girl, you're not all that. Like, Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, it's never that catfish. serious. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a lot of nail techs that have big followings, which is, it's something that bothers me. Uh-huh. If you don't have 10K or more, they're not going to follow you back. If you're another nail tech and you have 200 followers and your work is really good, but you don't have 10K, they're not going to follow you back. Period. And it's so weird. I, You know what? I feel like some of the people that have the best way that they do their service don't have a lot of followers. They don't have a lot of recognition. And they're just as good, if not even better, than some of these people that have 100K. Absolutely. I agree. Because I've seen some people, and this is like... I don't know. Spill the fucking you tea. You know what? <laughs> all fucking shade, all right? There's a lot of girls that have a lot of followers and their work isn't good enough for them to be acting like yeah, all the time. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like, it just, I don't know. I don't know why there's a lot of people in this industry that just think like, oh, I have a lot of followers. So now it's like. Yeah, it gets to their head and you get if they even get that one celebrity to get to put them on and they're like, oh, I did SZA. Bitch, you ain't shit. And their yeah, work like, is fucking right. horrible. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, some, some something's in the air. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of my personal favorite nail techs have like two, three hundred followers. I love following anybody who I think is great. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if you have 50 followers. I follow some people that have like 70 followers, you know, like I don't care if I like how your work is and I want to continue to see what you're doing. I'm going to follow you. Yeah. And that's supporting like everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, especially like people that are not up there, but you know, they're going to be up there and just even and, and I bet you to them, they're like. You following them, you have so many followers and they're like, oh my God, she just followed me back. Like it makes them feel so happy. That's how I felt. That's how I felt when I first started to do nails and I had no followers and nail techs that I had liked for a long time that had a lot of followers would follow me. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm still like that. Do you know, um, she's on Instagram. Her name is like Nails by Dev and she does all like the character art and she lives in Florida. Oh, and she's on TikTok too? Yes, yes, I love her. She followed me on Instagram like a couple months ago and I was like, thank fucking God. I <laughs> love her so much. I was so excited. She's Asian, right? No. Is she Asian? Okay, no, she has maybe. glasses? No. Okay, I think we're talking about the wrong one. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, because this is one that does sick ass, like she does press on nails, but she does like artwork. Fucking huge on TikTok. Is she... Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Her, It's like Ball Pit Addict. I think so. I love her too. Oh, I love her. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, but when you get that follow from that, that one big person that you look up to or you're like, fuck, I fuck with their work heavy and you get that follow back, it's like, I just wet my pants. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, literally. I like, feel like if anything, it reassures what you already feel about yeah. yourself. If you already think that, that you do a great job, this person that you – think does fucking amazing them following you is kind of like that reassurance where it's like i do i do do a good job yeah. they like my work so obviously i'm doing something good yeah and the fuck you are okay <laughs> <laughs> well we always end this podcast with a quote because we're all done yeah thank you so much for being on here but let's hear your quotes what my, i know you said it, but i want to hear it again <laughs> i know i think i did tell you earlier i would say my quote is whoever and listen to me super clearly when I say this, okay? Whoever is trying to put you down is already beneath you. No matter how much they've accomplished in life, no matter how much, even you, even if you think that they're doing better than you, if they're trying to put you down, you're already so much more above them. Because somebody that's confident in themselves and somebody that wants other people to succeed as well is never going to try to put somebody else down. Period. Make that a fucking short clip right there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast. You're welcome. I had so much fun. It was fun and it was a pleasure having you. I hope we can do a part two. Oh, yeah, baby. Season three is coming up. My my best friend does nails. Oh, She does nails too. So maybe one day we could both be in here. Yes. (laughs) Shout shout her out. Her Instagram name is nails with a Z by underscore Paulina. I love her. Paulina, I love you. Oh, period. And you know what's so crazy? I met her by doing nails. I did her nails one time and I fell in love with her. Yeah. See, you connect so much in this industry. Mm -hmm. That's another pro. Yeah, you can make friends. (laughs) Well, again, thank you so much for being on my podcast. And we'll see you soon. I had so much fun. Bye, guys. Bye.